This is real. Honestly. This can change somebody's life. It will change somebody's life. This is, this is real. We're glad you're joining us today on Bible Beauty and Brains, where we discuss everyday steps of building a relationship with Christ, gaining confidence and knowledge. Y'all, let's get into it. So today, this is our first podcast, guys. So bear with us. Yeah. And uh, we just want to kind of explain today what started us on this journey, how we got here, and what's to come. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm your host, Jasmine. And I'm your other host, Jamie. (laughs) And we are, I mean, beyond happy to do God's will on this podcast and uh just i mean be transparent about how our walk with christ has been how our beauty standards have changed over the years um the knowledge and wisdom that we have gained over the years gained over the years which is a lot yeah y'all we used to be childish very still is but an adult childish yeah in the fun kind of way, not the destructive, almost ending our lives kind of way. Because <laughs> that's how it used to be. Yeah. yeah Transparency. Sure. That's how it used to be. And what did that pastor say on Sunday? Transparency is the key to transformation. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so we are located in Houston, Texas. Um, go Astros. Go. Yeah. Go I Astros. watch them. <laughs> But um, we attend Higher Dimension Church, mm-hmm. and this past weekend, we um, got the pleasure of watching Devon Franklin. Oh, yeah. That was powerful. Preach about relationship. Right. And you can tell he was coming from a place of, like, vulnerability because, you know, his recent divorce with Megan Good, and he was preaching on singleness, y'all. Mm-hmm. And appreciating singleness and understanding it and knowing that it's a necessary season to go through in order to be with someone God has called you to be. Yeah. And I highly encourage y'all because I'm I'm definitely going to go back and um, listen to the sermon again. Uh, it is located, I think, on YouTube, mm-hmm. Higher Dimension Church in Houston, Texas. Um, I definitely encourage you guys to go listen to it especially if you're in a season of singleness and you feel like you're just unworthy um nobody's ever gonna love you or anything like that which later on in the podcast um probably a different episode of course we will talk about single season uh married season jazz is married (laughs) i am single so we have the best of both worlds here but Today, let's just get started on how we got here. So, yeah, so I'll, I'll get started <laughs> first. So, I got here as in the the position I am with God, not financially, not um, just physically, but spiritually. Where I am now, I had to go through the things that I went through in life to get to where I am, such as heartbreak, such as poverty. Even though I said I wasn't going to talk about financial issues. But yes, I had to go through poverty to get to where I am today to understand God's mercy and God's grace and God's um, riches, just not financially, but just being spiritually rich is important. So how did I get here? Well, I wanted, I do want to say it started with heartbreak. 
Mm. Like, that was the turning point for me. That was the brick wall. Mm. It was a really bad heartbreak where I, like, my breath was taken out of my body. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. It was, it was crazy. Bad. Yeah. So, um, thankfully, I was surrounded by people who knew God mm. and pushed me towards God and opening my heart towards him. And I went through spiritual warfare to get to where I am today because of that heartbreak. Um and and it wasn't even just that heartbreak because when you're walking with Christ and you're trying to live for him, it just seems like you're kind of struggling from valley to valley, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to get from valley to yeah. valley. And I kept going through heartbreak after heartbreak after heartbreak. And then it wasn't until one of these last heartbreaks where I really asked God, hey, take this heart that I currently have because it's broken, busted, and disgusted and give me your heart. And that's literally what he did. I had a vision while I was in the shower and he took my heart and he molded it and he dusted it off. He mended it and then he put it back in my chest and I could feel a new breath. Mm. Yeah. So I got here because of the new breath that he's given me. What about you, Jamie McGee? Nice, nice, nice. I, well, just a little background about this friendship. As a matter of fact, Uh, we met going to college at Lamar. And, um, we had mutual friends. Um, John 316. John 316 was a group, um, that a friend that I went to high school with started group, wanted jazz and, um, our other best friend, Darren, uh, to be a part of the group. Um, yeah, I couldn't sing. I don't know why I was there. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was decoration. Yeah. She was definitely <laughs> like the. Eye candy. <laughs> we wasn't right, y'all. We wasn't okay, man. We wasn't okay. And, you know, like I said, transparency is key. Um, so, yeah, this relationship started in. Granted, I did not like her. I didn't know her. But I didn't like her. Because they thought I looked dusty. I thought they looked dusty. And it's just so crazy. Because even our mutual friends that we created this relationship with friendship with we don't really even have those relationships now so i mean this had to be nobody but god's doing at the end of the day to put us together in a space and just he does i always say god does the most y'all because he will turn like a situation that i mean you could see no way out of into I mean, something extraordinary, just like this friendship. Never thought in a million years I would be this close, um, you know, in a friendship to to somebody. And the girl could write a book on me if she wanted to. <laughs> and she knows me, right? So it all started there, Beaumont, Texas. Um, shout out, BMT. Oh, <laughs> Don't we, y'all, we, it was, if if we told you guys everything that happened, I mean, I I don't even, one, don't even know where to start, but I was in a relationship at the time um, for seven years, and um, we were, I mean, that was like my best friend, Uh, he was just, you know, my everything, and that was the problem, and um, seven years later, we got into a pretty bad argument um, and it ended and I felt like 
my life ended. So somewhat like jazz heartbreak is what really started my journey. However, I was a tad bit slower than jazz was because, um, I mean, I, I knew about God, but I was just like, I, I was more, um, after the relationship, just self driven. I thought I was self made. I thought I was just too independent. Um, you couldn't tell me anything. And so I thought all my blessings that um, was coming my way or that I had been blessed with, I thought that I did it. And I thought because of my hard work and my dedication um, that I was being blessed tremendously. But I got to a status in life where I was making a lot of money. I just had it going on. I had the friendships. People wanted to be my friend, you know, this and that. And it's just life was just good. And I literally had no reason at the moment uh, from what I seen to just focus on Christ. However, I will say this. When he wants you, he coming to get you. Oh, yeah. When there is something in you that he is, he needs it to grow, he's snatching you out of your situation. And... I felt like he snatched me out in the worst way. <laughs> the rug was pulled from under me. So I lost my job, was about to lose my apartment. Um, I mean, it was just so much friends turning against me. I was stabbed in the back. A lot of dishonesty. I was talking to this guy, talking to that guy, um, trying to find some type of comfort in, in them. And it just, it, it didn't work for me. And so I turned to God, um, started reading my Bible. I was fully depressed, no faith at all. And um, it was one day I was sitting in my car and I told God, I said, whatever your will is, I'm done with it. You can have it. I don't want no part of it. I'm good. You got it. Then I was like, you know what? Let's give it a try. Let's just give it a try. And I just accepted his will. And from there, it was just like an overflow. So whatever I lost, he replaced big time. Right. Which much better things. I mean, and it's not even just about the material things. It's about what I learned um, mentally and spiritually. The the wisdom that I have now, um, the maturity that I have now, how I see things different from people who are in the world. You know, um, I see things more out of the view of God. And sometimes a lot of things don't make sense, but you know, when you're sitting Christ, it's just pretty much how it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much just our background of how we got here. So each episode we'll be able to share a little bit about each, um, I guess, word of our name. So Bible will give some information about the Bible, our our um, interpretation, our revelation from it. Um, beauty, talking about our beauty standards, how they evolved over um, the last couple of years and brains. Just some knowledge, spending some knowledge to y'all, not your everyday facts, um, even having guests come on the show and speaking their truths, their knowledge, because we have a best friend. He's one of um, he's a nurse. Well, he's, um, in nursing school, nursing school, and he um, he has a lot of knowledge on that kind of stuff. So we'll bring him in. We'll bring some other people in to spit some knowledge as well, and just have them share their stories. Because for some reason, we're surrounded by people with testimonies. Yes, yes, we definitely are. Uh, we definitely are surrounded by people with uh, you know, I mean deep, deep, deep 
deeply um, deep testimonies. Um, we we know that our past is connected to our future in Definitely. some type of way, and once we've learned um, how to deal with our past, and I just like put a blanket over it and just be like, okay, I'm healed from it. So we thought. <laughs> But we didn't know that the past was going to fuel the future. Um, you know, we just tried to ignore it. For me, um, I dealt with sexual abuse. Um, I felt like, you know, I was neglected. My childhood was pretty much everywhere. Um, you know, didn't have the best relationship with my mom. My dad was not involved in my life. Um, I have two brothers who I adore. Um, family members didn't have the best things to say about me growing up. So yeah, it was, it was definitely, um, a challenge for me, but when I met my friends who, I mean, they weren't super deeply rooted in Christ. However, they were on a, a, a journey and I encourage anybody listening that if you want to get started, sometimes you have to leave the world, the worldly friend alone. Go find you some deeply rooted friends that are deeply rooted in Christ. Yeah. Because sure. the support is necessary. Um, I was definitely inspired by Jazz Walk and her blessings to give Aww. this give this thing a try. Like, you know, I seen the change in uh in her because I mean, Jazz Jazz has some issues. Jazz oh, has some sure. issues. <laughs> Definitely. And I don't try to hide them. And I'll tell people my issues. I'll tell them my childhood and what I've come from just so that they can see the miracle that God can do here on earth. A lot of people think that miracles are just, you know, fairy tales. No, miracles are real. Miracles, they're right in front of your face if you just ask or if people are transparent enough to share the testimony, then, you know, the rest of the world will see that, dang, God is still working miracles because I'm, I feel as though I'm a walking miracle because of the poverty that me and my family went through growing up and just having to see my father abuse my mother and still coming out wanting love and wanting godly love out of that. Mm -hmm. So I just feel as though my life, my testimony is a miracle mm -hmm. and I have other issues I'm still dealing with, mm -hmm. but I feel as though God will still use that to transform me into a walking miracle as well. I can definitely agree and attest to that because um, the traumas that we've been through, Jazz, you know, she dealt with poverty and now she leads us in um, serving the community, oh, yeah. serving the community and giving back to the homeless. Um, me, myself, I love kids and I didn't know why I loved kids. I just knew I had this deep uh, love for children and the need to protect them at all costs. And it didn't matter like what that it doesn't matter what happened to me as long as child's protected. So um God had to honestly just show me my past and what I've been through in my past because I, I didn't understand like why do I care for children so much? You know, not that it was a bad thing, it was just like why? And God showed me that what happened to you um and why I allowed this because they 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 needed they there had to be someone in this world to care about children mm -hmm. the way you care about children. Yeah. And if those things would have never happened to you, do you think you would have been as, you know, caring, caring. and nurturing and loving? Yeah. 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 Totally get that. Do you think the passion that 
you have for children would have ran as deep as it is wow. now. And that is how you're, you know that your past is connected to your future. And sometimes we go, we try to think of our past as like such a bad thing. And yes, the bad things has happened. And we don't know how to heal from it sometimes um, because it hurts. It's painful, y'all. But that pain fuels love. Mm. it fuels love at the end of the day my pain the trauma that happened to me when i was younger is fueling the love that i have for children yeah the protection that i have for children you know that's what's fueling me to continue to get the degree in teaching so that i may help students to you know just become you know more i mean caring loving um adults that are going to go out into this world. And if I can help one or two people in life, I mean, I will be happy with that. But I know that a lot of people who are teachers or in the school system have a lot of negative things to say about kids. Um, Because what I'm learning is that teachers aren't made, they're born. Mm. And um, yeah, so I definitely think I was born to do this. Because the pay doesn't matter to me. How kids act doesn't matter to me. Because at the end of the day. Yeah. At the end of the day, I know who I'm covered by. So, you know. That's that. Yeah. That's that. So, um, I I truly want to encourage you guys that if you are going through any type of past traumatic um, hurt to actually dive into it and acknowledge your hurt. I'm no therapist, but I know from life experience that if you actually face your hurt and, you know, pay attention to it instead of just like sweeping it behind the rug or um, probably trying to smoke it away, drink it away, sex it away like I tried to at one point. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you just face that thing head on with God, he's going to show you the route that you should go in order to allow your past to fuel your future. Definitely. I definitely agree. Not only let it fuel your future, but let it be a, um, a mirror or a, yeah, a mirror for other people's lives as well to show them that this is what I went through. This is what I had to go through to get to where I am today because we have a tendency to look at people's lives and like, dang, I want that, but they don't know what you had to go through. They don't know. They don't. I can't. I can't tell you how many times people think that my life is peaches and cream, but they don't know the nights that. I mean, the days. Excuse me, where I mean, I closed all the curtains, Mm -hmm. sat in the dark room and cried. Yeah, cried till I made myself sick. Yeah, but then got on Facebook. Or Instagram, TikTok, and posted a nice, cute picture. Right. Yeah. They don't know the nights that you wake up out of your sleep, especially as a victim of sexual abuse, and you don't have nobody there physically to protect you, and you're just like, what do I do? You're in panic. Yeah. They don't They don't know that, you know? So it's before you look at somebody's life and be like, I want that, be careful what you're asking for. Yeah. 
Cause you gon' you want all you want you sure you want this you want all of this you want all because you can't just have the destiny you gotta have the journey too boo oh ooh that's, that's deep word, right? that's deep that's that's, word. that's deep you have to have the journey to get here because we would we weren't born with a silver spoon and we still don't have a silver spoon you have spoons you <laughs> you have some type of spoons no, I'm joking no I'm joking oh dang no like for real. I mean, it's true though. Like, and that's the truth. Like, if you want that life, and you have to go through that journey, you want that journey. I mean, I mean, be my guest. Yeah. And the crazy part about it is, it ain't over. It's not. It's not. It's, it's not. not. I just thought that it's, it's not over. <laughs> oh man, it's not over. But because of our faith in Christ, because of our relationship with God, we don't panic anymore. That's true. We don't panic anymore. We don't we, worry ourselves to death. No, we no. don't because we like our faith is rooted. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And I feel like one of the foundations of this podcast is telling the truth. Like, yes, yes, you're going to, you should believe in God. Yes. You should believe in Jesus. Yes. You should welcome the Holy spirit, but it's not going to come with ease. Mm -mm. This journey does not come with ease. Mm -hmm. And if somebody's told you, give your life to Christ, it's going to be easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Lies. Baby, they lie to you. Lies. <laughs> because the Bible says that the righteous will suffer affliction. Ooh. You will be afflicted. 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 <laughs> emphasis on the afflicted. <laughs> yeah, emphasis on the Because you're going to be afflicted, yeah. but it's going to be worth it. It definitely is. The diamonds in the rough. I mean, how are diamonds created? You know, pressure, pressure. Yeah. And we, I mean, even, you know, if you really think about the things that you've been through and you're like, dang, I really survived that. <laughs> I should have been dead. Hello. I used to hate, <laughs> I used to hate when people in the church would say, I should have been dead. I'm, and I would look at them like, why are you not dead then? Right. Like you, you just sound dumb. No. <laughs> I should have been gone. Should have been gone. I was smoking I that should've... weed. It was bad weed. True story. Smoking that weed, bad weed. They couldn't give my heart breakdown. None of that was in ICU. Let's <laughs> not forget the time that boy wanted to shoot up our house because of you. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we should have been dead. Yeah, because of the choices that we made and Ooh. just like the journey that we were on, we should have been dead. We should have been dead. I mean. Not just even like that depression. Yeah, should, we should have been. <laughs> it's suicidal. And y'all, this is not even talking about before we gave our lives to Christ. Mm -hmm. This was while we we're giving mm -hmm. our lives to Christ, that still way. suffering depression and still suffering threats of death mm -hmm. and you know trials and tribulations. So no, it does not get easier. It becomes more manageable with mm -hmm. God on your side. Exactly. I totally agree. Um, you know, it, we just want to wipe all our problems away, but know that your problems are fueling something positive, something positive. What you go through is not for you. It's for somebody else. Yeah. And that's where our selflessness has to come in. Definitely. And not our selfish selfishness. Um, we have to be good stewards over what has, God has given us and what God has allowed. And sometimes what God has allowed is issues, yeah, is problems. And we have to be good stewards over it. Definitely. It sounds horrible. 
That's how horrible. Being a good steward over what I've been through. What what you mean? What you mean? Huh? You trying you so, you want me to build a castle out oh, of some mud? The mud. That's the what mud. he wants you to do though. Well, he did spit in the mud or the Yeah. And he made did. a blind man see. He did. You know what? That is so The only reason we're able to build the castle out of mud is because he provided the liquid that folk that molded mm. together or the spit that he used that to way. make that man see that spitting on somebody. You know, I don't like spit. Jesus gonna have to talk me through him spitting on me. He's gonna have to but he lie. spit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he gonna have to lie to me because that's water. <laughs> that's water. Don't let me smell see that it. mud. <laughs> don't don't let me see you spit in your hand. <laughs> Like Jesus, I'm all Jesus, I'm all for you, but let's be transparent. You know, I don't like bodily fluids. Right. <laughs> I feel like you know how to approach us because he knows, like, we don't like that kind hey, of stuff. Yeah, no, I, I guess I swear if I hit that, I'll be like, this ain't you, this ain't my blessing. You, this ain't my blessing. I'm sure of it. Make me run a mile or something. Something that's beneficiary right. to my animals. <laughs> Don't spit on me, please. Oh my goodness. God is the oh Jesus, please don't. <laughs> but you know, if we were blind, I might just God, let it. it. Ain't no mic. Come on, spit. If you're gonna tell me this is gonna help you see, yeah. I just might cover my ears so I wouldn't hear it. <laughs> and go ahead and let him wipe it on my eyes. Cause... <laughs> and as soon as I can see, just run to a pool. <laughs> wash it run off. to a pool and wash it off. Oh my goodness, bottom fluids are horrible. (laughs) But they did what they did and they were obedient. Yeah, that's big. Obedience. Mm. They were obedient. And I feel like that is why Jesus worked so many miracles, was allowed to work so many miracles back then because they were obedient. You look at us now, this generation now. Ooh. Yeah. It's, I feel bad. I feel sure. And it's crazy because a lot of people think, a lot of you that are in the world, they think that we, as believers in Christ, are judgmental. Yeah. To be honest, some of us are. Yeah. Let me tell you, my, I was judgmental when I started walking in Christ. Mm -hmm. I was heck. I was very judgmental of people. I had this one friend where she wanted to open like a community center back in Beaumont and I judged the heck out of her. I was like, you shouldn't do that because you need to get your life together and you're not the right fit to be leading somebody like that. Yeah. Yes. And like years later, I had to go back and apologize. Like, that was wrong of me to do because what if her opening that community center would have changed somebody else's life, yeah. you know, or yeah. change her life for the better, you know? Wow. So, yeah. Heavily yeah. judgmental. Yeah. I I don't know about 100% being judgmental, but I know I needed to distance myself away from some people. Oh, that's important. And, you know, and a lot of people felt judged at mm-hmm. the end of the day. And that was their own conviction. Because they were like, Jamie, why you don't want to go out with us no more? I have no desire to. Yeah. Growing in Christ, your desires change. Yeah, that's true. And sure. if you no longer, if you feel like like you don't want to go out anymore, you don't want to drink anymore, you don't want to smoke, do this, do that, um, do all these worldly things anymore, it is because God is changing your desires to his. Mm-hmm. Once you allow him in, he starts to transform yeah he starts to transform and it doesn't satisfy me to go out now granted i'll go out 
to brunch mm-hmm. and have a mimosa or two. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Let's be transparent. Yeah. I, I that is my thing. I like to be cute and you know classy about the situation. Um, but as far as like drinking up and you know turning up and things like that, the twerking life, how it used to be, you know, I'm no longer part of that society. Yeah. And it's I'm not judging anybody. It's just my desires are not those desires anymore. It's yeah. They changed. Yeah, because the Bible does say that He'll give you the, the desires of your heart. But when you're really do, deeply rooted in Christ, your desires change, like you said. So yeah. yes, He'll give you the desires of your heart because your heart is now in position as to where He wants it to be. So your desires have changed to match his desires. Right. So I totally agree. You cause you can't sit here and tell me that you have the desire in your heart is to twerk. You can yeah, some people's desires are is to twerk. You think so? Yeah. I never But I don't think God wants them out there twerking like that. Mm. I guess it's a renewed heart. Yeah. I mean, your desires really can be to be out there twerking and throwing it back for yeah. a real pimp. Not but, a pimp. <laughs> but where, where's that heart position that? Because, I mean, and you're right. And you're right. I could, I could agree. Because, I mean, when I was in the world, I think I just, I don't know. Maybe I just wanted more. I just wasn't like, oh, let's, I twerked because somebody either said to or uh, 99, 2000 song came on. Mm-hmm. It was that Juvenile? And I had to let loose. But then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even still to this day, I, you know, get a little leg shake, yeah. but that's it. I won't twerk. Start stumping. Yeah, and then it's like change the song because now it's like, yeah, that's... Watch what you're feeding yourself. People think that because you just eating healthy... And, you know what I'm saying, eating your fruits and veggies and your chain. No, baby, it's about what you listen to. It's about who you listen to. All of that is yeah. feeding the mind. Yeah. And it goes to the heart and it just, yeah, all of that good stuff. So we have to watch, you know, what we allow into our bodies, into our ears, into our eyes. Yeah. Um, especially if you struggle with something like for me, I struggled and this is something we can talk about on another episode. I would definitely want to get deep into it. Um, it's sex. I had an issue. Yeah. I had an issue. Yeah. I had an issue and I liked to, I liked past tense to cope cope with it. You know, you found a buddy and that buddy was your buddy, Mm -hmm. your booty buddy, your butt buddy, your butt buddy. And <laughs> late night calls, all that, you know, transparency, y'all, you know, that was me. Yeah. And it was me last year, year before that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, And this is all while walking with Christ, being close to Christ. Because mm-hmm. don't think that your problems just handled automatically. No, it takes time. Yeah. It takes time. And I think it's because a big part of walking with Christ is the healing process. How do you know what you need to heal from if it doesn't come up? Yeah. And, you know, show, like, this is what you need to heal yeah. from. Exactly. Because when I was healing, um, you know, trying to transform, like, out of that part of, you know, my problem, um, I couldn't watch things like P-Valley. <laughs> Bro, yeah. I could not because I wanted to do nasty tricks with somebody. Yeah. I can't watch Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. I wanted to do nasty tricks with somebody. Yeah. 
And yeah, I watched uh, P Valley for a couple episodes, and I said, "Oh, yeah, oh, that thing get the and I got a husband, and I'm still like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, no, oh no, yeah, because those are, I mean, spirits you're allowing through the TV at the end of yeah. the day, and you know, not to down, you know, P Valley and what they're doing or nothing like that, but I just can't be the one to watch it unless yeah. you want Jamie out here popping it for a real pimp for somebody who don't care about her." <laughs> You know, somebody yeah. who just want to, you know, get it and go. Yeah. 7-Eleven, you. A what? 7-Eleven, you. What is that? The 7-Eleven stay open all night. <gasps> you get in, you get out, you get your stuff and get in. Yeah. Transparency, y'all. Yeah. But I definitely want to, on an episode, <laughs> dive deep into... And is my I wonder if my future husband gonna be listening to this podcast. Give my ooh. Sir, if you're listening, <laughs> she's healing. She's she's becoming whole and healed. Yeah, most definitely. This is all past tense concert. Past tense concert. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, I mean, um, you know, our journey has been a long journey. We still have a journey ahead, but the things that we've accomplished, the healings we've been blessed with, um, has been immaculate and we definitely want you guys on this journey with us and we want to help you on your journey definitely we want this podcast to be an inspiration to other people not only to be honest and true to yourself but to understand that you're not alone Mm-mm. this road this journey is not easy no we're here with you mm-hmm. we'll walk through it we'll talk through it we'll pray through it with you most definitely i think a lot of people think that what they're going through right now they're the only ones going through it. Yeah. I cannot stress this enough. I made it to Christian TikTok and I found out a lot of people. Definitely. That I learned off of TikTok what spiritual warfare was. Didn't know I was going through it. I was trying to figure out what I was going through. Yeah. So, yeah, this podcast is for this. Uh, you know, I be like she said, our beauty standards have changed over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait to talk about that because I was so against Makeup, y'all. Yeah. One day she came out my restroom, face white as snow, because she was playing in my makeup. Jazz was so mad. I was, but she did. She despised makeup back then. Mm-hmm. Like she would never wear makeup at all. No wigs didn't like them. Right. I like to wear like a little weave, but wigs hated them. Yeah. So that I mean, yeah. And and as far as knowledge, I've learned in Proverbs that you need wisdom to govern knowledge. Yeah. So, um, we definitely want to bring some people on here that, um, is probably currently in school, out of school. And if, um, I mean, they didn't even have to go to school, you know, people who are just deeply rooted in Christ, who's been through life and who are knowledgeable about, you know, some stuff. Yeah. We are, I mean, if you listen to this whole thing, um, you crazy, just like us. Yeah. We love you. We accept you. Yeah. As you've accepted us. Right. You sound like at the end where they're like, walk with me as I walk with Christ and that's, the, in the church. Walk with me as I, I walk, walk with Christ. Christ. That's hey, exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Definitely enjoyed this first session of our podcast. And we definitely hope that you tune in next time because we're talking about everybody's favorite subject, relationships. This is real life. For this us. is this is real life. And we're here to share that and we're excited to see where this journey goes and with being, each other. Yes. With y'all. Being transparent is definitely